Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Griffith Park Zoo. No animals, all secrets. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. Fan? You know, I used to, when I was younger, I would go to, uh, I remember going with my, I don't know if it went, my dad or school, I went to the Bronx Zoo okay. in New York. Yeah, yeah. So Bronx Zoo was the big zoo uh, mm-hmm. for me. Uh, and aside from that, I lived in San Diego. I don't, I may have went, I may have gone to the San Diego Zoo once. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the LA Zoo because I actually went back to community college just to, to mm-hmm. kind of take a break from like everything to just like use my brain in a different way. And, and uh, it was an anthropology class. So, um, uh, went to the zoo. It's yeah. part of the thing. It was fun. I mean, I live. I mean, we live close to the zoo, don't we? Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's a bunch of zoos that I don't know about. Yeah. Aside from the one we'll talk about today, which yeah. isn't a zoo anymore. But the LA Zoo, the, the zoo that's up and running in Los Angeles, we live. It's relatively close to here, it's, right? I thought that was in Santa Monica. Is that the Santa Monica? No. Are you know. thinking the beginning of Three's Company when they're at the Santa Monica? <laughs> I don't no, know. there's the uh, there's the L. I think the LA Zoo. Where is, is it? I think it's really close to us, like maybe because you know there's like uh, Zoo Drive, or is that that's up to the abandoned zoo? That that's we're, a, talking we're talking about, about the abandoned. Yeah, for no, five no. seconds from now. I, no, I went to a zoo and it was here. I think it's the LA Zoo it was here on the east side as well. Oh, I didn't research any zoo, any working zoos in, in Wisconsin, where I'm from. Uh, we had the Milwaukee in Milwaukee. We had the Milwaukee Zoo, and the weird thing about that zoo was that they had they designed it so the predator and prey were next to each other. So like educationally that makes sense where it's like, oh, the circle of life, like this eats but for the animals, their existence was just like fraught with yeah. like like trauma. Like the predators would just circle and like be by that but wall. But I feel like that prey. is Wisconsin itself. Yeah, isn't that is it? Wisconsin. It's a tiny yeah. And yeah. It's definitely a metaphor. Yeah. Or a parallel. It's like your teacher was like an empty beer can. <laughs> that's true. That's true. A blatz. Uh, yeah. Miller time. It's yeah. Miller time. I mean, I've seen um, Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got it. Yeah. I mean, I... They were like my factory ants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Everything I know. Uh, so, zoos are creepy. I don't know. Zoo... I also would love to paint the... Like, one of my dream jobs is painting the insides of zoos. Like You, you mentioned this last night. I we did, did in my stand-up. Uh, it, no one laughed. Uh, but here's the thing is, I laugh at everything. Thanks. I'm a bad encourager, though. They're you like, are. yeah, that one dude laughed. I'm going to keep doing this. It's like, no, I'm just a polite yeah. laugher. Yeah. Uh, you laugh politely. I'm fake. That. It was real, though. Yeah. But I was fake. So yeah. it's all balanced out. But uh, Rebecca's been doing stand-up for a very long time. Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I started uh, a little less than a year ago. But this was the first time uh, we did a stand-up show together. Yeah. 
you know. So maybe we take this on the road. Um, we won't do any of that. <laughs> no, we're not going to do any of that shit. <laughs> no, we won't do any of that. But that was that was just interesting that yeah, you did bring up um, wanting to paint. Yeah, the inside, which would be shitty, but I love painting like in interior, like habitats. Okay. Not good for the animals. They should have real habitats right. and real plants. That lead paint is not going to help? I don't know. <laughs> Under that concrete? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they concrete. love it. They love it. Uh, go crazy for it. Is, is there, is there uh, before we go, is there, an, is there any ethical kind of quandary, like, like talking about the circus um, or a zoo, like where there's, you know, I'm sure there's, it's questions have been raised. Yeah. I, I'm not here to do that particularly. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have, I, I think zoos can be done really well. The San Diego Zoo, the mm. Belize Zoo, holy shit. It's just like a forest. The that, Belize Zoo? Yeah. I went there. You don't know where this one here is in LA, but you're no. talking about the Belize Zoo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, I feel yeah, like Belize I'm is just very like, cultured. like cocoa, cocoa, butter bikini girls and hot guys it's a zoo it's a human zoo it's a kurt vonnegut story yeah that you just made up but i think like zoos i don't have a problem with if they're done really well if they have the resources and the funding circuses yikes but i also like like horse racing but they're treated like kings like horse those horses will be treated that's what better. they tell, leave that's what that's what they tell you because you're getting funded uh, but i've seen <laughs> <laughs> by big by big gambling yeah. yeah i guess so but they i have been back i mean they're like everything they need or want yeah. the, do- the best doctors yeah. i do you think i have a good doctor i don't they shock them like, with the best electricity yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they shoot them up with the best steroids no i, I don't know but it's 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 it is the kind of a moral quandary. Um, that being said, this zoo that we're going to talk about today doesn't have any animals. It did at one point, but not that many. So we're going to talk about the Griffith Park Zoo slash the abandoned zoo slash the old zoo. Lots of names for it. I've been there. I went on a. I did some video on there, and this is before you know. I was before the podcast, and it was my before in, the podcast. Yeah, there was life. It was uh, BP before Ugh. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was just a thing where I was like, oh, there's this cool abandoned thing. And it was kind of like, you know, it was doing it on YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really excited to see that. But I, I'd like to go back and re-see it, uh, yeah. depending on what's there now. Wait, I think I did go to the LA Zoo. It's, it's, I, I, I recall going to a zoo by, anyone cares? No, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Um, I think I got really high with a friend yeah. who was in town and we went to the zoo and I got very sad. So I hope it's not the same zoo. <laughs> Whatever, I digress. Yeah, people film a lot of stuff there. Yeah. Um, it's ruinous. It's really like, Griffith Park is huge. It's one of the biggest parks um, in the, that, that is of the state in, um, it's, yeah, it's the la- largest landmass park owned by a city. That's the and statistic. The observatory is up there. And you've seen, right? That's where yeah. the observatory is up at the top. And if yes. you've seen uh, Rebel Without a Cause mm-hmm. and many, uh, La La Land. Absolutely. Um, um, there's lots of movies that yeah. are filmed all over this park. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of the park's legacy aside from like teenage trespassers and or you while, getting, you find, or you going there and you find a severed hand, you know, like yeah. whatever, whatever you feel or me going yeah. there and having a picnic. First yeah. date? Yeah. Anyone? <laughs> Got it. We also were at a show last night and some guy talked about this like really nice first date and I'm like, what's that like? Yeah. Were you, did you, were you like, joy. yeah, were you like, oh. I was like, why? Yeah, why you not bought you? A, you brought a picnic to a first date yeah. at this like cool place? Yeah. I'm lucky if someone buys me a beer at the local dive bar yeah. at, during happy hour. Uh, yeah, but first you have to watch like two hours of their stand, like uh, two yeah. hours of stand up first exactly. for an open mic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or an improv show. Exactly. I have to learn about that. They like to talk about 
uh, the newest movie that they, they like to talk about movie pass a lot. Oh yeah. Single I dudes. Do. Yeah. They live in Palms. They like to talk about movie pass. <laughs> convenient. <That's> it. <laughs> convenient to me. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, the Griffith park zoo opened in 1912 with a total of 15 animals. The new zoo though was built on Griffith J. Griffith's defunct, uh, ostrich farm. So we have to kind of backtrack before we get back to the zoo. Griffith, first of all, ostrich farms were like all the rage back in the like late 1800s, early 1900s. People thought that ostriches were the future. <laughs> they thought that you could eat their meat, you could ride them. They would have ostrich saddles. They'd have wagons. I'll we'll put a picture on the Instagram, the Instagram. I'm the Facebook. <laughs> they thought they were like this miracle animal that you could like raise and breed and they would be everything. The feathers were used for like, are they indigenous to this, to, to LA? Fuck no. Okay. So they farmed, <laughs> they brought them in. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll see there's kind of a motif of old white men bringing in exotic animals and then failing at raising them. Uh, anyway, Colonel Griffith, J Griffith, as he would like to be called, he was not a Colonel. He was like this tiny crazy dude. Um, Is there a statue he, of him at the, there's no, a, there's no statue of him there. There's a bear. No, I thought there was a statue of somebody. I don't think so, because mm. they, they he got into a thing with the city. Oh. Um, he was a mining correspondent for Alta California, a San Francisco newspaper. And as a researcher, he gained all this knowledge about oil mining, which was huge in California in the early 1900s. So he got all this knowledge and uh, kind of became an expert, paired with a lot of oil syndicates, and got this gigantic fortune. Um, so in 1882, he bought the Rancho Los Feliz Mexican land 4,000 acres from the Rancho Los Feliz Mexican land grant. He had big dreams for the land in 1885. He opened this new ostrich farm on the banks of the Los Angeles River, the beautiful L.A. River, uh, in what's now Griffith Park. And they built a railway to transport all the ostriches through um, across the... uh, the river and into the park. So is that is that the train tracks that are there now? Is that yes. part of that? Okay. Yes. So you can even see all of this there. It's pretty phenomenal. So he wanted to take ostriches from downtown LA to this park, grow them, create this ostrich empire. It's like he, Jurassic Park, <laughs> but just, just ostriches. <laughs> okay, exactly. It pretty much is. And even at the time, the whole thing, like, People covered it, like the Chicago Tribune and New York Times, and they were like, what the shit is, like, what is happening over there in Los Angeles? They're like, I don't know about you guys. Um, But he tried to do that, and it was kind of like this creepy amusement park, too. Like, you could pet them and ride them and take them in wagons and eat them, like eat their meat of the ostriches that live there. And uh, it turns out people were not so into that. He thought that they would be, but they were not. So on December 16th, 1986, Griffith and his wife, Christina, presented the acres and another thousand to the city of L.A. for a public park, which became Griffith Park. Well, what year was that? Um, it? 1896. Okay, these, these are 1986. 1986. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, they, they kept it for a while. They kept that Austin <laughs> farm going. You got to like keep it going. Go, you got to yeah. see the business model yeah. to its end. Yeah. Um, he called it a Christmas present for L.A. And they were like, okay, thanks. We didn't get you anything. <laughs> yeah, <I> know, rude. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyway, they were like, all right, we'll take this. But as that happened, Griffith, Jay Griffith, his he became more and more erratic. While vacationing in Santa Monica on September 3rd, 1903, Griffith shot his wife in the presidential suite of the Arcadia Hotel as she knelt on the floor before him. Doing what? Hard to say. The shot didn't kill her, but she was left disfigured and lost her right eye. Right eye. I said hi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, Cut that. Cut it. You won't. No, I'll keep it. <laughs> Griffith was charged with an assault with a deadly weapon and went with intent to commit murder. The prosecution was led by uh, 
the former governor of California, Henry T. Gage, and he was defended by this uh, fancy attorney, and it was this huge like crime of the century type of a thing. Um, Mrs. Griffith, now with one eye, revealed that her husband, generally thought to be a teetotaler, was in fact this secret alcoholic with crazy paranoid delusions. I mean... Did the ostrich farm tip you off? Or? <laughs> yeah, what was it? <laughs> I don't know. He was uh, convicted of a lesser charge, assault with a deadly weapon. The judge sentenced him to two years in San Quentin State Prison, instructing him uh, to be given medical aid for his condition of alcoholic insanity. Uh, and he did. And he was in prison. She got a divorce. And she was awarded custody. They're probably very confused and terrified 16-year-old son, Vandell. And basically... Uh, he would pay for his son's education to Stanford. He would pay for all of his wife's things. And he was released from prison in 1906 after serving two years. He was like a model prisoner, which also like creeps me out yeah. a little bit too. Like when they're mod, it's like, but they're crazy. But what, what happened in this time? And he started lecturing on prison reform. So in December, 1912, Griffith offered a second Christmas present. How gracious of him to Los Angeles in the form of the Greek Theater and the Hall of Science to be built at his expense at Griffith Park, which became the observatory. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Now, at this point, the park was like, Ooh, <laughs> no more gifts, please. We are yeah. full on up on gifts. Um, but they instituted a court action to block the donation. So Griffith was like, all right, well, then I'll put it in my will that you're taking this. Yeah. So it's almost like Griffith had to be like, shoving this in LA's face. So he died in 1919 and the bulk of his 1.5 million estate was bequeathed to the city, which became the Greek theater, the Griffith observatory. Um, he's in the Hollywood forever cemetery, which is also a, a creepy destination where my grandfather and great grandparents are buried. Oh, FYI, wow. it's a little interesting. Rebecca Lieb yeah. nugget. Nobody cares. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So then let's get back to the zoo. So the ostrich farm became this park, which became a part of the city and they built a zoo. In the mid-1920s, film producer William Nichols Seelig donated many of the animals from his studios, which he con he also tried to convert into a theme park. Hey, white guys, stop getting animals and not knowing what to do with them later and just being like, ah, this will do. Just yeah. put, it in, put, put, put it on a, a train car. Put the animal in a hat. <laughs> People will watch. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It was expanded in the 1930s by work crews for the Works Progress Administration. Most of the enclosures were built in caves with iron bar style, which was standard for zoo. Hey, it's a real cave. Yeah. No, it's not. It's a prison. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Psych. Yeah, it's brown, <laughs> though, around the... You having yeah. fun? They having fun? No yeah. one's having fun? <laughs> All right, fine. Um, and you can see that, too, like, when you go there. You can see kind of the old uh, zoo model of this caging. 
So as Los Angeles grew, the small Griffith Park Zoo was increasingly criticized as an inadequate, ugly, poorly designed and underfinanced collection of beat up cages. True. Despite drawing more than two million visitors a year. In 1958, the city passed an eight million bond measure to create a brand new zoo. Griffith Park Zoo closed in August 1966 and its animals were transferred to the new L.A. Zoo two miles away. That's right. I was there when I was high. November 1966. The animal enclosures with the bars removed were left as ruins. Picnic benches or tables were installed. And kind of some of them are like, oh, do you want to have a picnic here where these animals uh, didn't thrive? Yeah. Sure. Okay, why not? Bring some cheeses. <laughs> do you want to bring a sandwich? So due to its proximity to Hollywood and the larger L.A. film industry and its unusual appearance, the zoo has been used as a shooting location for lots of film and TV projects. It's been shown in at least one episode of Starsky and Hutch. Uh, it was in Chips. Uh, cop drama Aquarius, The New Adventures of Wonder Woman, Very 70s. Rush Hours. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, they, they were like, well, we'll use this place. Yeah. And I think it got like more depressing for a lot of people. Um, but to cap all of that, they also think that it's haunted. I went, uh, the park is haunted in a lot of ways too. And maybe someday we'll talk about all of the ways that, again, there's like dead bot. There's like, Arms and hands and feet this found is for there Griffith every park year. As yeah, the park whole. as a whole, not yeah. just the zoo in the yeah. park. So we'll do. You'll, we'll tune in for that exactly. But uh, pet psychic Lori Stinchfield went there, and she writes on her blog that when she and her film crew visited the old zoo grounds in 2010, she buckled over a nausea. Haunted? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she envisioned malnourished big game cats resorting to cannibalism. Among other suffering animals, a monkey accidentally hanging himself from a spinning from psychosis, elephants with sore infected feet, and a Komodo dragon peering out of the darkness. <laughs> Even skeptics bow their heads. The suffering was like something that she like felt very adamantly about and talked a lot on her show and the blog post that I read. Yeah, have you been? You've been there. Yes. Yeah, and I rem- there's a lot of like graffiti and these like yes. kind of. I remember like going down like a stair thing and. Just a lot of you, a lot of like cool kids hanging out there, like mm, burnouts. Exactly, like just hanging piles of leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Cool. Puff and vape. A lot of and- like, well, you know, when there's like a lot of like, weed is legal here now, but like when they used to have all the prescription weed bottles everywhere, you know, like someplace was like, you're like, no one's cleaning this shit up. There's just like accumulation of, of weed bottles. And you could see there's still some kind of like, I think it's. Animal etchings is like far as like the like kind of the aesthetic of it or something yeah. like that. It's been a couple of years, like probably like four or five years since I've been yeah. there. We should go back on an excursion. Definitely. And um, you can kind of just like wander around. It's not super hard to find. Um, it's kind of up in the hills a little bit, but it's fucking spooky. Now, there's a there's a, a, a carousel there. What is that part of? Do you know that somebody told me there's a carousel? This is a mm-hmm. separate excursion. There's a carousel there. In Griffith Park, mm-hmm. that uh, somebody said that like maybe Walt Disney saw. I don't know if there's a thing like Walt Disney saw that and was gave him inspiration for the ride, a ride at Disneyland, like I'd the look, carousel at Disneyland. Maybe this, will be, this might be a, a, a um, Griffith Park as a whole type thing, but gotcha. I didn't know if that carousel had anything to do. But I don't think it had anything to do with the zoo. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think that they also do the uh, haunted hay rides really close to the park, um, or the sorry, the abandoned zoo. So that might be something that they put in and like just didn't deinstall. Yeah. Something like that. But the haunted hayrides are pretty fun. Also can be lame, depending on what year it is. Yeah. Sometimes they go all out, sometimes they don't. Are we plugging? Do we get sponsored by the haunted hayride? No. Uh, of course they not. don't need us. Why do they no, need I us? Don't, why, Every, why are we even talking? D- during Halloween, people are like, There's this is the only thing to do. We don't need Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's the only thing on the like east side to do. do yeah. 
Um, and it makes a lot of traffic. <laughs> yeah, it's especially if you're like a teenager who like likes cotton candy. Yeah, and Making not out. being around your parents. Yeah, yeah, you, you go on the haunted hate ride. Or us. Yeah, I, I went like, on a date. There to- do we, should we should I talk about a date every episode? Yeah, <laughs> I went on a date that was like a non-date. There, like I went with a fr- a friend of a friend. Uh, was like, oh, we should get a drink sometime. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. So then he's like, do you want to go on the haunted hayride with me? And I met up with him to go because I'd never been at that point. And we were there with a couple. So it was just that like... he brought or... Yeah. Okay. So it was just like me, this dude I only hung out with with a mutual friend and a couple. So three strangers. <laughs> <laughs> we did. And it was like, it was like kind of like insane clown posse year. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Like on a psycho. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Had a good day. Well, had a- no, it was, I was like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta wander back to my car. Yeah. And really have a drink. Yeah. Like I can't, what are we doing here? Well, we want to, we want to like revisit a lot of these places and maybe hire like somebody to shoot and edit the video mm-hmm. um, and a lot of other things. So we have a Patreon. We do. Um, Patreon.com slash ghost town pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to help support us and what we're doing or we want to do a lot of interesting things. Yeah. Um, and, and you get, get some spooky stuff if you, you get, subscribe. Yeah. Or some of it's not spooky at all. Some, some of, of it's pretty middle of the road. Yeah. Some of it's do middle of the like, road. Uh, room temperature water? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll put it in one of the ghost town mugs. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Fun. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so you can, you know, get, you know, your, you get mentioned on the, on an episode or, um, you know, advanced, um, photos and mm-hmm. episodes and really, you know, exciting stuff. But, um, yeah, it, it helps us, uh, it helps us do this. It helps us do this thing yeah. more because it's a very big community. As we could see by, you know, we have a Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, ghost town pod, uh, and, and we're excited for more of a community thing. So just not like, Hey, we talk about this and we're done. Like, I'd like to go to yeah. there and be like, Hey, you know, we did an episode here, but now here's another, here's, it's easy to kind of talk about it kind of academically, but to go back and do it experience wise, things a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And with your, with your help and patronage, uh, we could do that. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll look good on, if it was video, like I'm, I don't look good now, but I could. Look good. Well, if you if you have, I can get camera ready. If you have access to a certain level of the Patreon, maybe you'll get a picture of Rebecca right now <laughs> as an exclusive to see. Like, oh uh, yeah. yeah, how about that? How you about like that? a sweaty uh, Urban Outfitters attire? Yeah, you like that? And you're gonna like this. Oh yeah, you're into that. Yeah, but please, please, we it's a dialogue. It's so fun and gratifying to hear from people and their experiences of doing these things that we talk about um, or their specific stories. Like, I live for that shit. Yeah, I'm we sure Jason hear, does too. Yeah, no, we want to hear your you know correct us when we're wrong which mm-hmm. is probably all the time yeah near uh, constantly. you can email us at ghosttownpod at gmail.com and like i said all the socials ghost town pod you can always uh, message us on and we want to hear from you it's not a thing it's not a burden it's, it's never, a burden for you it's to never kind of, a burden it's a burden for you we miss you us. yeah we were thinking about you yeah maybe we're why don't you will, call maybe one of you will be a future date rebecca will go on and we'll talk about yeah in a future yeah episode we don't know I'm hoping for it. (laughs) Call me. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.